Okay, so we're starting today on the summer suggestion series, and as I said, the first one is my own suggestion, which is baptism. And I had more blessings this week. I'm not sure. Uh, there's going to be a slideshow showing behind me. I, I spent about two times as much time preparing the visual of today's sermon than the audio, audio which you're hearing. Uh, and it was more fun. These are some of these pictures. The earliest ones are from 1984. <laughs> <laughs> They're all pictures related to baptisms by or connected to one of the kid in the horse trough. Have we seen him yet? That's, that's J.D. down in uh, Southern California. Joy Emery. <laughs> so uh, that's 1985 there. There you go. There's J.D. These are, these are all pictures of baptisms of people associated with us. And uh, most of them are, are us. And some of them you'll look and you'll see... Uh, you, some of them you'll look and you'll say, where did he get that picture? Some of them you'll say, can I get a copy of that picture? Some of them you'll say, how come I'm not in it? <laughs> and the reason is because I don't have that picture. Believe me, every picture I have, you'll see. Some of those, some of those are really poor quality. We had video, but not photos, so we stood in front of the TV with our cameras, <laughs> and we ran the video and took pictures, because, you know, they say it takes about 70,000 words to make a novel. You're seeing a novel here, okay? They're, they're going to get a lot more words from those pictures, if a picture's worth a thousand words, than, than uh, anything I'm going to say here verbally. But it's, the message is, is uh, I think, by the way, you're allowed to be distracted, you're allowed to do a little bit of ooing and aahing. Just don't do it loud. You're allowed to gasp and go, <gasps> or say, I know what that is. You know, you, but, but do it quietly. Uh, because today is about baptism. And uh, I don't think anything I can say will, will move you. I just watch this and watch this. It should rotate about four times during the, the giving of this message. Uh, today we're going to talk about what baptism is. What baptism, uh, what you say by being baptized, and what uh, baptism does for you. And for some of you, this message is going to be instructional. For some of you, it may be challenging. And for some, you may just you know, sit back and enjoy the slides because there, there's nothing relevant to you in it. I don't know. But uh, let's start with what baptism is. Uh, the simple, you know, what baptism is, the word baptizo, the Greek word baptizo, or we get the word baptism, means to dunk. Uh, it, it, and, you know, some words that we have in the English language, and especially in Christianity, are translated. You know, in the Greek it says, you know, this... And in the English, we say waffle, you know, or whatever it is. Some words are, we transliterate because it just worked out that way. There weren't good words for it. The word deacon is from the Greek word diakonos, which means serve or servant. And, and so we get deacon. The word evangelism is from the Greek word euangelion, which means good news, the good news of Jesus Christ. The word presbyterian is from the Greek word presbuteros, which means Elder. <laughs> the word episkopos is from the Greek word episkopos, <laughs> which means overseer. Uh, and the word baptizo or baptism comes from the Greek word baptism, which means to dunk. And so baptism means dunking, and it's why we baptize here at Trinity the way we do, because it's simply what the word means. And by the way, this doesn't mean other forms aren't legitimate. I like to get this out of the way quickly, is, is so that you understand. Uh, if you were baptized by some other means, but it was meaningful to you, I'm not going to say, well, that doesn't count. Because baptism is a symbol, 
And it is what it symbolizes that is important more than how it is symbolized. And different people do this different ways. Uh, what it means to you is much more important than how it's done. But for, for my part, whenever possible, uh, we will, I will baptize. We as a church will baptize by dunking. You call it immersion. It's probably much more spiritual sounding than dunking. You know, it sounds like you're a donut when I say dunking. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so that's what, where the word baptism comes from and what it means. Baptism is symbolic. Among other things, there's, there's several different things. It is, it is symbolic of cleansing. Uh, baptism was not a foreign concept for the Jews. John the Baptist did not introduce the concept of baptism to Jews. They understood the concept of baptism. It was something they were familiar with. The way, one of the ways they tell if a community, when they look back at a place archaeologically, if they, that they tell there was a, a number of Jews there, is by the number of ritual bath bathing places they had. They had the, uh, a, a rich home would have what they call a mikvah, which is basically like a tub. Picture a horse trough-sized tub with steps down into it that's deep enough for you to walk in, and basically you'd walk in, you'd dunk yourself, and you'd walk back out. You were ritually clean when you did that. Jewish people did that. Jewish communities had that. It was not a rare or unusual thing. So, So it was for ceremonial cleansing, and that's one of the things that every Jew would immediately understand about baptism. This is symbolic of cleansing. They weren't out, you know, down there with soap and a, you know, cloth cleaning themselves. It was ceremonial. They, would, they came out clean and they went in, but they didn't come out what we would call clean. Mom, you would send your child back, right? Uh, so it was a ceremonial cleansing. It's also a kind of initiation. Uh, if we look at the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2, verses uh, 37 through 41, we find uh, the very first Christian message of baptism. It goes with the very first Christian message of salvation. On the day of Pentecost, uh, the people come to Peter, or Peter is preaching to the people, and, and as, at the end of his message, the people are stricken with guilt. It says, uh, verse, starting at verse 37, Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? You, you just hear the, the fear in their hearts, the, the oh no, This is true. What are we going to do about it? Peter, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And he goes on for the promises for you and for your children and for all uh, who are far off. And he goes on and explains all this. But, But he says, Repent and be baptized. Baptism is like a ritual that people did that showed they were a part of the church, a part of this new thing. They were baptized into the church. And throughout the book, of Acts, we find people believing and being baptism. We don't find people being baptized and then believing, by the way. We find people believing and then being baptized, and it's a repeated thing. It's a consistent thing. There's two mistakes people make about baptism. Uh, uh, Baptism without belief and belief without baptism. Baptism without belief is just getting wet. Belief without baptism is, is you're saved. Baptism doesn't save you. You can believe and not be baptized. You can go to heaven without being baptized. But it's, it's you know, you can drive without a driver's license. <laughs> you know, you can do it. You know, I, I thought about that. You know, I could save a lot of money. I don't get tickets. I drive mostly legally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get pulled over. They don't ask me. I need my license for ID. I never use my, I, I don't get tickets. You know, I don't, I could save a lot of money. For that matter, I could stop paying insurance. <laughs> and, and you can do it. I'm not advising that. Don't do it. I will renew my license when it comes due. You know, and, and that's kind of what it's like. You can do it, but why would you? 
Why in the world would you? It, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's not the way it ought to be. Okay, uh, by the way, and so what baptism is not, baptism does not save you. There are a couple of passages that talk about baptism saving you. Say, so we just said baptism doesn't save you. Let me read for you 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21. If you wanted to argue that baptism saves you, this is a verse you would likely go to. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21, and it says this. So I want to keep the light off so you can see all that, but... Uh, baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so it says those words, baptism now saves you. Well, well, how do we deal with that? Well, it's, it's not hard uh, to, 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 to figure out the, the logic of that or the reasoning in that is that the Bible many times says believe and be baptized enough so that when we find be baptized and the word believe isn't in there that we can understand it's implied. Right, uh, And it is just understood that, ba- that belief first goes there. Uh, there's no way you can separate baptism biblically from belief. Faith comes first, baptism follows. It's not a cause of salvation. It's not a condition of salvation. It is a representation of salvation. It is a proclamation of salvation. But it's not a condition or cause of it. Uh, so let's turn, if you would, to Romans chapter 6, which in my mind is the best passage teaching about baptism that we find in the Bible, although there are some other really good ones, like, by the way, our scripture reading, uh, going to all the world, make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. It's really hard to hear that and say, yeah, but I don't want to, Uh, which is, sorry, I I don't mean to snipe at anybody, but sometimes we Christians make that conclusion. Romans chapter 6, I'm just going to read verses 3 and 4. You can follow along. Uh, or read in your own Bible. You could read a lot more than this. But he says, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were baptized, therefore, with him by ba- or we were buried with him, therefore, by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. And we have this description, this explanation of what baptism is. We're baptized, we're buried with him in death, so that we might walk with him in newness of life. And I, you know, I do this arm thing all the time, and those of you who have seen it a lot of times, bear with me. You know, we're standing in the water. We go down in the water, symbolic of being buried with him. We come back out of the water. And how many of these pictures have already come up where you've seen the face of people coming out of the water? And, you know, the face is like this. <gasps> you know, it's, part of it's like air, you know. <laughs> but but it's, it's, it, it's, us, it's, it's awesome. We don't tell people, by the way, when you come up, smile. <laughs> you know, someone might get a picture of it. Uh, it it's, uh, it's just a natural reaction. It's a joyful experience. Uh, it, it is just a thrill and a blessing to be a part of this. Uh, it is, it is uh, a picture of baptism, but what Jesus Christ does for us. He died, he was buried, he rose again, and we physically represent that when we're baptized. We, we, in our whole body, we, we identify ourselves publicly with his death and with his resurrection. And it's public and it's visible. And people see it, and they know what you're saying, and they rejoice with you. You rarely see grumpy people at a baptism. You know, you see happy people, you see excited people, but but you don't see grumpy people. Uh, All eyes are on you as you proclaim him, which is an awesome thing. And you are saying that that death he died, I'm part of that. And that life he gives, I've received that. And the life he lives, I plan to at least try to live that. And you're saying that. This new life he lives, I'm a part of that. 
I'm a part of that now myself. And you identify with him in a meaning, meaningful way. Did you know, and, and you may have heard this or not, but in some of the places, you'll hear stories of where places where Christians are persecuted, and, and it's like they persecute you because you call yourself a Christian. But when one of their people says he's a Christian, that's bad. But when one of their people gets baptized, then they want to kill them. Because baptism says something to them. It says something about the person who is baptized. They have just crossed a line that everybody recognizes is, is, is significant, is a, a big thing, and they don't like it. it they, they, you crossed a line. They did not want you to cross. You just said, I'm taking this thing seriously. Okay, that's what, that's what you say by baptism. What does baptism do for you? I mean, what, what real, realistically, you go, yeah, but that's nice, but what does baptism do for me? Why should I be baptized? Well, for, for one thing, it includes you. You know, there's a sense of belonging or completion that comes with it. Uh, and, and, and it may not be exactly tangible, but, but you, know, you know how there's things that you, you've always wished you had done or thought you should have done or known you should have done but never did? And, and it will come back and haunt you. Imagine you never graduated from high school or got your GED. And, and you're living your life, and you're, you're 50, right? You're li- By the way, I'm going to go back to school so I can in- take that. <laughs> Just, I have to take one class, right? <laughs> okay. I wanna, when they jump into the water, that looks like so much fun to me. That, that rock climbing, not so much. But uh, <laughs> anything that's work, I don't want that part. But the jumping into water, that's fun. I'll take the, the white water rafted, rafting. Anyway, uh, I've got to find my notes again. Sorry, that's your fault. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it includes you. There's, there's things that, you know, you, 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 it's like normally through your life you're fine, but every now and then it's going to come back and you're going to re- remember, you know, I never did that. And it's going to haunt you. And it's not, it's not a big thing in the sense like it's always walking around with you like a load like this, but every time you think of And you know all it takes to get rid of that is to do it? And then you go, I did it. It, it, was, it wasn't hard. It wasn't bad. You, know, you, you don't actively think about them, but they come back. And baptism is one of them. There's two ways I can think of to make that go away. One is to get baptized, and the other is to die. <laughs> right? uh, the second one, we'll, we'll all do that eventually, but, but let's not count that one. Uh, you know if you've done, you've done something. Uh, when you've done it, you know you've done something you should have done. You should have done that. Why didn't I do that? Well, you know, I can think of reasons why people who come to Christ don't get baptized. Uh, one is you come to Christ in the winter, <laughs> right? and, and, and you haven't had a good opportunity yet. You know, if we had a baptismal here, that wouldn't be a big issue. We can roll one of those suckers in any time we want. Uh, you know, that'd be fun. I, I, am, I am, by the way, I'm in the market. Anybody wants a polar bear baptism, I will do it, okay? Because for some reason, that sounds fun to me, okay? Um, but uh, I'm a sick person. Um, <laughs> Okay, I gotta find my notes again. <laughs> it's you know you've done something you should have done, and doing it gives you that sense of belonging or completion. So that's one thing it does for you. It gives you that sense of doing what you should have done. It makes you obedient. You know, there isn't a tenth command or eleventh commandment that says, Thou shalt be baptized. It's not phrased that way. But Jesus did say, go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit. Uh, He said that. Uh, Peter, he says, repent and be baptized. Uh, It's not as a condition of salvation, but as a proclamation of it. It was was a way of crossing a line that was very visible and tangible for those people to do. It was something they recognized they ought to do. Uh, and, And so it's difficult to explain why we wouldn't do one of the simplest and first things 
uh, Jesus asks us to do. And by the way, it is simple. Different churches do it different ways. And, 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 and better, right or not, the way we do it is the way that I feel is the most biblical, which is it doesn't say be baptized and tested in doctrine and then or, or believe in Jesus Christ, and after you're tested in doctrine, you can be baptized. Or believe in Jesus Christ, and after you've been through this class, you can be baptized. Or believe in Jesus Christ, and after you demonstrate repentance through such and such and such and such, you can be baptized. All you find is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be baptized. So what we as a church do is we say, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you can be baptized. The only class we do is I teach you how to physically go about it. <laughs> because uh, I, I, I actually had a class on this. We were actually on the news. They had a, anybody remember a show Wild About the Northwest or something like that? Debbie Wild and Channel 2. I don't know. Anyway, she, she came out. We, were, we, were, we, were, we went to a church with a baptistry, and we were being trained in how to baptize. We each took turns baptizing each other. <laughs> and, and it was on the news, right? And, and, and the technique is really simple. Is, is you tell the person being baptized, keep your feet on the ground. Right, because uh, that way you're doing the work. All I do is push down and help up, but you do all the real work, which is really nice. Uh, and and you know, there's one there you saw. I, you, we didn't get Gordon Bonzer. Uh, some of you remember Gordon. Gordon was in his mid to late 70s when, when I got to baptize him, and, and we went out there, and there was something he misunderstood. And you know, Gordon's another half foot taller than me to begin with, like a couple of other people that got it wrong and didn't stop when they were supposed to. <laughs> but uh, um, so, so Gordon was taller than me in the first place. But when, when I helped him back up, instead of him standing up like this, he pushed off. I mean, he, and he launched. <laughs> I was kind of like, whoa, <laughs> come back. <laughs> But, but, that's, but that's all I do. I, 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 do, I shouldn't say that's all I do. I say, have you trusted in Jesus Christ? Are you ready to share your testimony? Because that's what we ask. And, 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 then, and then I say, okay, here's how. Unless you're you know, a little kid and I'm not worried about you know, the weight. <laughs> you know, then, then it's not a problem. But, but for comfort, convenience, and everything else, we, that, that's what we do. That's, that is, getting baptized is simple. It's not complicated. It's simple. Sometimes today we make it difficult and we add all sorts of theology that isn't bad. It's just not required in the Bible. In the Bible, it's believe and be baptized. Early believers were told, believe and be baptized. We ask for a testimony, and for some people that makes it hard because public speaking is one of the greatest fears we all have. But I know I've never heard anybody share a testimony uh, at a baptism where someone listening said, well, that's not good enough. <laughs> I, I've never heard it. Uh, we ask for it basically because sometimes people get baptized for the wrong reason. Sometimes people, no matter how many times you say it, they think being baptized is going to save them or make them a Christian of a higher rank or something like that. And, and, and it, that's not it at all. Uh, it is a step of obedience. Uh, being baptized, by the way, is, it allows you to be a disciple. Matthew 28, 19 and 20, Jesus said, Go and make disciples, uh, baptizing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Uh, or go into all the nations and make, or all the world and make disciples. And, and he doesn't say, Go into all the world and make converts. He doesn't say, Go into all the world and preach salvation, which was still part of what we do, but he says, Go into all the world and make disciples, baptizing them. And baptism is not a condition of salvation, or at least he doesn't link that with salvation, he links it with discipleship, with being a follower of Christ. 
You want to be a follower of Christ, you want to be a disciple of Christ, the first thing that, that he asks is, is, is discipleship. A disciple is a follower, someone trying to be, be like his master. And Jesus connected baptizing with teaching and making disciples. Uh, he, he did those two things. Baptism is part of your decision to be a follower of Christ, to be a disciple. And if you have not been baptized, if you have not done that first easiest thing that he asks us to do, what does that do to discipleship and being a follower? See, it's hard to make that connection. Now, as, as, as you, again, you look at these pictures as they go by, you see a lot of children. Used to be our drummer. You're in trouble, Brad. He might come back. So, <laughs> I have so much fun looking. That was Jake Malay, by the way, in case anybody didn't know Jake. There's Katie. You know, it's just so much fun for me. I'm going, hey, I had a beard. <laughs> And, and it's, just, it's just fun to look at these. And, and I, I guess I, I, it's, it's a blessing and, and it's a message. And I, I hope they're, they're, they're speaking to you. Baptism is part of your decision to be a disciple of Christ. Uh, we baptize children. We baptize adults. Uh, you know, the only baptism that I think is not legitimate, doesn't mean anything, is infant baptism. I was baptized as an infant. When, when I was saved uh, and, and I was sitting in a church and the pastor was preaching on baptism and that church had ushers and, and the pastor was preaching on, uh, and some usher m- <laughs> magically, va- uh, what's the opposite of vaporized? Materialized. <laughs> Next to us. And Joan and I both kind of went like this and he's going like this. <laughs> we said, yes, sir. <laughs> we went up and went down to be baptized. We didn't get baptized then for some reason because they didn't have a schedule. They said, we're not, well, I guess because we didn't have clothes to change into. Uh, they didn't baptize us then, but the evening. Well, the janitor didn't get the message. The custodian, he drained all the hot water out of the baptism. And so we had to refill it with ice water. <laughs> I came up out of the water and I went, <laughs> but I was baptized. <laughs> Yeah. It allows you to publicly proclaim what Jesus Christ has done for you. You know, not everybody can stand up in front of a group of people because either you don't have the character, the idea of speaking to people terrifies you, uh, you don't want to, uh, you're a private person, or, or simply you don't have a pulpit to use. Not everybody can do that. But, but anybody has the ability uh, to get dunked. Anybody has the ability, and I I say, that's not true. You know, I've I've, I've shared before, I've done two baptisms where I didn't dunk the person. One was Don Don Cashmitter, who we didn't have a picture of. I was going, man, it's like, I don't have pictures of my kids getting baptized, except for Bethany, and and she was in there. I don't know if you saw her, because she's, you know, out in the distance there. (laughs) Uh, I I don't have pictures of that. And I'm going, man, there's so many pictures. I I didn't have a picture of Don Cashmitter getting baptized, but he had, had had a shoulder surgery. I was on this side, and so I stood on this side. He walked out about this deep, you know, so, so got his armpit, but not his shoulder. And then I dunked water carefully on this side of him. And, and Norma Jean Cole, uh, bless her heart, I think she was in her 80s, and we took her out to Knut and Lynn's hot tub, and she got in, and she curled down as much as she could, you know, and the water was up to about here, and then I just kind of dunked. We didn't get a picture of that either. I was like, man, these pictures are so awesome. It's like, I know you can be saved without a picture of your baptism. But, but they're just a blessing to look at. Everybody, virtually, mostly, has the ability to get dunked. Everybody has the ability to get baptized somehow. Right? Uh, 
baptism is something every believer should do. Now, I say this. We don't actually have a baptism service scheduled at this time because I want to find out who wants to be baptized, who needs to be baptized, when you can do it. And if we end up having three baptism services because we can't get everybody together on one day, that's fine. Uh, but but, but uh, I would love to. And, and by the way, I, I'd love to go to the river if we can't. You know, we did some of those pictures are right there in that portable baptistry. It looks like an off-the-ground tub. I mean, off-the-ground, over-the-ground swimming pool. Thank you. <laughs> Like Han, you saw, those of you who don't know in my backyard, that was Han getting baptized, our foreign exchange student. And uh, how to get baptized at Trinity Bible Fellowship. I shared a lot of this. First is simply trust Jesus Christ as your Savior. Uh, you know what? Baptism is a weird ritual that Christians do if you're not a Christian. If you have not trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior, baptism is, is, is a... It's a weird thing. You go in and this guy sticks you underwater and helps you back up. And everybody goes, yay! <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, that's just a weird thing. Unless you've trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior. And, and, and if, if you need to hear that message, Jesus died on the cross because we are sinners. Sin carries a price. The wages of sin is death. Meaning, we will die for our sins. You say, well, I'm going to die anyway. No, you don't understand. There, there, there is something the Bible calls the second death, which is the lake of fire. Okay? Uh, Jesus Christ saves you from that. He paid the price. You have earned the right to go there by your sins. He died on the cross. The wages of sin is death. He died, therefore paying your price. All you have to do is receive it by faith. Baptism is a picture of your, it's a public statement of your doing that. So the first thing is, is trust Jesus Christ as your Savior. Second, let me know you want to be baptized. <laughs> That's not hard. Uh, we we uh, be ready to share your testimony. Testimony is a fancy word. It means the story of your coming to Christ. I was a sinner. I was lost. Now I'm saved. Uh, Jesus Christ. You know, and I know I've, I, I could share my story, but I've done it so many times I, I don't want to do it again. But, but you just share your story. And you can take as long or as short as you need to to get that cross. I was five years old. I was in Awana, and I asked Jesus to be my Savior. I was seven years old and uh, at Grace Bible Church, in, or Grace, is it called Grace Church? Grace Church, Grace Church in Deer Park. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, um, you know, I, I was, I was, you know, it, it may be that simple. It may be, you know, I was uh, drunk in a carouser, and uh, Jesus smacked me upside the head. Uh, I don't know. You know, we have our different stories. Be ready to share the story of your salvation. Uh, for kids, in case, you know, I mentioned kids, but we have the exact same rules for kids as for adults. In fact, we made the rules harder for adults because of kids. Because I personally had seen young people uh, seem con completely serious about baptism three years later saying, I just did it to please mom. I'm going, it didn't sound like that at the time. I was there. <laughs> and so we made the rule that they have to share their testimony of how they came to Christ. And then yours truly said, we can't make it harder for kids than for grown-ups. And besides, does anybody love to hear people's testimonies? It's, it's the, especially when you hear it and you go, yeah, me too. Me too. When you shared about, about your vision for your life, of having a good life, and by the way, being a Christian on the side, I know that's not the way you said it, but that's the way I did it. <laughs> and then look what happened to me. I just want to warn you. <laughs> it's, you're, in, you're a slippery slope, buddy. <laughs> uh, so the same rules apply to children. I do ask if a child uh, 
you know, the child has parents' permission. Otherwise, I, I honestly, I say, can you wait till you're 18? I've said that before. I hate doing it uh, because I think anybody who believes and want to be baptized should be. But we live in the world we do, and so I don't want to cross authority. And so uh, I would avoid that if I could. But at the same time, if I had a teenager who was insistent on being baptized and, and mom and dad said no, I'd still do it and face whatever consequences. Um, but I'd prefer to have that parental permission. You can be baptized by the pastor. You can be baptized by your parent. You can be baptized by a spouse. You can be baptized by anybody who is significant to you. Any Christian who is significant to you. <laughs> the first time that happened, one of those pictures, you see me uh, off to the side, and, and it's a teal, and uh, Dick Stewart. Dick Stewart was a pastor. He was a missionary from uh, uh, Monaco. He was, he, was, he was with Transworld Radio, but he, was, was, he pastored a church in Monaco. And, and uh, he was here sharing that day. And, and Doug Teal says, would you mind if he baptized Lisa? And actually, everything in me objected. I said, what? I get to do that. <laughs> you know? But I didn't say any of that. I said, oh, sure. <laughs> and and I, learned, I learned a very important lesson that day about how, how important I am. I'm not important to this process. The important process is the person being part of the person being baptized, right? and the statement they're making. And, and it was really good for me, but it was hard. I didn't like that lesson, uh, but it was a good one. But you can be baptized. It, it doesn't have to be me. Now, I love doing baptisms. And Paul, you may have noticed, Paul's the only person I ever asked for help. <laughs> Paul scares me. <laughs> so I had, I had Richard Hayes out there. But uh, um, you can be rebaptized. Now, I don't promote. I, I've never asked anybody to be rebaptized. But I've had two people ask me, can I be rebaptized? And they went on to explain why. And it had to do essentially with there was a, a place in my life where I was following Christ, and then I fell away. And now I've recommitted myself to him, and I would like to do this. And my answer is, sure. Sure. I mean, I don't see where the Bible says thou canst do this only once. Uh, except, like I say, I don't, I don't even count infant baptism. I was going to say, what I, I started that story about you know, the usher you know, and, and going down and getting baptized. But the point I was actually trying to make was I had been baptized. It didn't cross my mind for, for a nanosecond that, but wait, I've done this. <laughs> because it, I hadn't. My parents took me to a priest who poured water on my head, uh, said some words, but it wasn't a believer's baptism. And baptism that is a believer's baptism is meaningful. And baptism that is not a believer's baptism is not meaningful. You're not saying anything by it. Okay, so, so that, is, that is everything I have to say on this today. And I hope... If I have not been a blessing, I trust that that has. Uh, if you haven't been baptized and you'd like to, to follow up, please contact me. You can talk to one of the elders, uh, and, uh, and, and we'll, we'll do it that way. Uh, otherwise, just baptism is a proclamation of our salvation in Jesus Christ. And uh, I hope that you're rejoicing in, in your salvation, your walk with Christ. Let's bow in prayer. Father God, I praise you for what you've done for us. I praise you for this visit, physical, visible way to, to, to proclaim this. I just ask for blessings on each of us in our walk with you. Let us celebrate the new life you give. I pray in Jesus' name.